episode 328, Khaled El Masri. What's your difference maker? The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. I'm Adam Lewis Walker, host of Awaken Your Alpha, the number one men's development podcast for inspirational stories and strategies to thrive as a man. As a coach, keynote speaker, and best-selling author, it has been my mission going on four years on the podcast to bring you the best, the very best, the struggles, the action, and to share the real journey with you. Together we are stronger. Please subscribe to support the show through ayalpha.com forward slash book. It is launch week. All this week, there's loads of goodies. Get over to Awaken Your Alpha, Tales and Tactics to Thrive. The book is out. October 3rd is the official launch day. We're having a launch party. Many episodes this week. Sample chapters from the book. Please do grab your copy and all the bonuses this week only. Get to the podcast. Hey, and I first want to thank Assistagram. Assistagram are all about personal Instagram growth, management, and branding. So jump over to assistagram.us for all your Instagram needs. Now let's get into the show. Okay, we have an awesome one today. We're going to be talking about what makes the difference. I have Khaled El Masri on the line, and we've known each other for about seven years. And weirdly, we just met about a week ago. Um, and it was one of them times we had to like question, have we met each other before? Because we've known each other. We've done lots of conversations on Skype and videos and stuff. And it feels like we've hung out loads, but we haven't. So I, I don't know what that says. It's just like the meeting of minds. Um, awesome guy. He's the man behind the NorCal Fitness Summit, which you may have heard of. Um, now that's being all changed towards Rise, Elevate Your World, which we're going to talk about as well. Um, but firstly, Khaled, are you ready to awaken your alpha today? Heck yeah, man. I've been excited for this. I've been waiting this one to get on here for a while. So I'm, 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 I'm super excited. I'm ready, but let's do it. Awesome. Yeah, it's the season of action. I know we've been talking about, um, Khaled, coming on the podcast for y literally years, not figurative actual years and me potentially speaking at some of his events for years so we're yeah. making things happen now um, is there anything you'd like to highlight um add to your brief intro what are you all about at the moment well first of all man i just want to say it was a pleasure to finally meet you um <clears throat> you know it's been seven years so I'm, I'm excited that uh we got to meet face to face and talk face to face and congratulations on your new book my man i'm so excited for you so man um I think, for, I mean, obviously for like you just said, I'm the, I'm the founder of the Rise uh, Elevate Your World. Uh, we definitely just went through a, a whole rebrand. Uh, so Rise is this movement. I'm all about this movement right now of, of taking where you are to where you want to go and elevating your world. Because I, I seriously feel like if I can help you elevate your world, we can elevate the world. Mm -hmm. I love it. And, you know, that caught my attention massively because literally i'm all with awaken your alpha it's all about rise up tedx talks talks about rise up and i just i love it that's it is that's what it's all about and i know i know you've recently moved relocated and so the the a, a rebrand was kind of essential because it was norcal fitness summit um and now it is rise tell us a little bit about the event that's coming up soon i know we're not it's not going to be an infomercial the whole episode but i just want to like give perspective because again you we talk about lifestyle businesses and making things happen and, and not being fixed to kind of feeling like you can't change things um so how was that and in terms of obviously running an event norcal fitness summit and then having that kind of conflict of like mm, i might want to go this direction <laughs> it was a big conflict i mean when originally when i originally created the event man, like five, five years ago now, mm -hmm. back in 2013, it was off of a whim. I came back from a mastermind and 
on Facebook. I said, hey, I'm, I want, I'm starting an event and I need some speakers. And that's literally how we started in a gym five years ago with 30 attendees. And now we're at the Doubletree Hilton with over 200 attendees. And, and originally it was NorCal Fitness Summit because it was in Northern California. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, over the course of, the, of those years, I moved, recently moved to Dallas. And, and, you know, when you're talking about tribes, when you're talking about movements, people get, people, it's the next elevation or the next evolution of, of leading a tribe is getting, getting your tribe behind a movement. Well, rise is a movement. Mm -hmm. And our slogan is I rise. And mm -hmm. so when you think about it, rise definitely gave gives it more meaning and gives it more of an impactful mission to get behind because everybody at some point is down and down and out in the slumps and you rise you rise to that next level you rise to whatever that occasion is you rise in your business that's what this whole event is all about so by me changing the name rise it just it gives it a bigger meaning and a bigger purpose than norcal fitness Center. Yeah, and I like the way you know obviously you niched it initially and went in with norcal and got got like got a foothold and built from that and now it's you know you've gone a little bit broader and obviously moved location so we i want to talk a little bit about actually because I, I always was skipping a bit because i felt like oh i've known you for so long but this is your first time on the podcast <laughs> so tell us a, a brief summary of your origins where you're originally from we know you're speaking to us from dallas today um you know what was the plan growing up and you just tell us a little bit about your your origins yeah, man. So I was born in the Middle East. I was born in actually, I was born in Beirut, Lebanon. Uh, moved here when I was five. Uh, my, if, if anyone knows anything about the Middle East and Lebanon at that time, there was a big civil war going on. And I remember, man, when I was five, uh, we had actually a bomb explode on the patio underneath ours. And I remember my mom, like, and my grand, like grabbing my hands, and we ran into this bomb shelter that we had in where we lived. And we were there for a couple of days until this whole thing like quieted down a little bit. And at that time, my parents had decided, hey, for, in the best interest of myself and my little sister, that we were going to move to the United States. And so my parents sacrificed everything, left all their family behind and moved to California. Uh, so I moved to the United States when I was five, didn't know English, didn't know the culture, like never fit in. Wow. Uh, man, like seriously, like grow up felt feeling alone and, and wanting to belong. And it's funny because when I give, I give this talk, I always joke around saying I was an entrepreneur when I was five years old. And people don't get it until you start explaining some of those feelings I had at five years old are, are the same exact feelings many entrepreneurs have right now of, I don't feel like no one understands me. I feel alone. I feel like I'm on an island by myself. Um, that's kind of why I created this event. And that's also part of some of the challenges I went through growing up, but you know, grew up in California, right by the water, uh, loved it. Um, got into fitness when I was in high school, ran, you know, was a trainer, became a fitness manager, became a regional fitness manager, ran clubs that were doing anywhere north of $3 million to $4 million a year in personal training. Um, so I've always been in fitness, man. Fitness has always been my thing. I've always led teams, developed teams. Um, and then at that time really noticed like, Hey, there's a lot of, uh, and I don't know if anyone's read the e-myth, there's a lot of technicians out there and there's a lot yeah. of people that know the technique and know program design and know how to cue exercises, but can't seem to get a client in the door worth anything. And so that's where I started making that transition over to business and realized, Hey, for the, for, for this to work, 
I need clients and I need clients in the door monthly, consistently, weekly. What am I missing? And that's kind of where I kind of dove in on understanding marketing, sales, copywriting, systems. Um, and that's where Rise kind of came about, NorCal came about, was really helping gym owners, personal trainers, yeah. really break down what it, is, what it is to really build, what does it mean to build a, a business that's going to get them the freedom to enjoy life, but also create that impact? Like, what is that ripple? Of our, our theme this year is your ripple of impact. So what is your ripple of impact? Like, how big are you really playing within the walls, within the community, and within the world? Yeah. No, I, it's awesome. And I want to I kind of just touch on, because again, the, the, obviously the initial stories, your origin stories, uh, something you said there, I think a lot of people can brush over and just sort of think, oh, everyone wants to get to America. But it's important the, the way you phrased it and it, someone else who I interviewed said it the same way, you know, sacrificed a lot and came. And it's almost, the reality is not, not everyone wants to go necessarily, but like you had to, it was like life or death to a certain level. And it is, it's dropping everything, but usually quite, you know, quite instantly and the whole life you built up and someone else I interviewed and they like, it's very easy to assume, Oh, you wanted to go to America and you made it. Whereas his scenario was he'd planned to grow old in this country and, you know, he'd build his foundations. They would like, you know, wanted to be, you know, they could see their grandkids, like, like they had their setup and then through like adverse situations, they literally had to get out. So tell me about a little bit about, I know you, you was obviously five, but I suppose, the and you touched on the feelings there but that process but also do you think that affects i'm sure it does in some ways but are you aware of how you feel that impacts you going forwards now and what aspects of that make you stronger and in some ways maybe uh limitations or something that's you know how it's affected you absolutely man i think for me it's it's just it's you know it's gratitude man like i'm, I'm like i'm thankful for my parents for definitely for making that sacrifice i mean my parents left everything they knew and everyone they knew behind so that their kids could have a better life and so that our their kids could have the opportunities and the advantages the american dream that they weren't able to have or create um they left all that behind so that and to come to america to, to keep us safe so for me man when i get up like you talk gratitude and being always grateful and it's like dude I'm, I'm grateful that my parents did that because if that never happened this wouldn't I wouldn't be here like I don't know where I would be I would be over there somewhere doing whatever so I'm always grateful man like I'm always grateful for my parents I'm always grateful for the opportunities I've been able to create here um and you know it's funny like I used to be shy and not want to talk and not want to you know a guy who never spoke English on stage speaking English is always and I, I, I blow my, it blows me away because, I mean, even now, some of the words, I still can't pronounce certain <laughs> words. Now it's like, but I'm okay with that. It's like, hey, English is my second language. So Yeah, that's I, it. Off, but, <laughs> right? It's, it's, it's the sacrifice my parents made. And it's like, I'm always grateful to them. And, and, it's, and, and it makes me want to work hard. So it's like, hey, man, like, you have all the opportunities here that you can go and create for yourself. Uh, my parents left a, another country to be able to create those opportunities for their kids. Awesome. Who helped awaken your alpha? It sounds like the parents may have a huge role in that, but I mean, maybe it might be slightly later on in life in terms of finding your path. Like you said, you're into fitness, but then really maybe in the last couple of years where you really feel like you're dialing it in. Is there anyone who inspired you or just said the right thing at the right time? It could be in person or from afar. Is there anyone that springs to mind? Uh, man, for me, it's, 
it's my I have two. It's my it's my little brother and it's my daughter. Uh, I'll start with my little brother. So I have a little brother who's deaf and mm -hmm. uh, born deaf, um, grew up deaf, and man, just seeing a, a lot of the challenges and you know the the bullying and the hardships he went through, and he has this love of basketball and. Uh. and talk about a man who go and I call him a man now because he's 20 I think he's 27 yeah. uh he got I mean I saw him day after day just putting in work putting in work and two years ago he got picked up by the USA deaf basketball team to travel to Taiwan and play against the world wow uh, yeah man, like so that for me like here's a here's a man who was a boy who was born deaf not having any of the opportunities that I had yet found a way to found something he loved put in the work and achieved the pinnacle of that which is representing his country at the deaf olympics so that for me uh man you talk about awaken your alpha like yeah. i was like yeah i am done wow. playing small because see i got again i i fell into my own story i fell into that whole well i wasn't born here um english is my second language so that was my story like that was yeah. why i didn't achieve what I wanted to achieve was because of those reasons. Well, seeing him achieve what he achieved motivated me and got me fired up to be like, screw it. I need to follow my passion and my dream and, and I need to awaken my alpha and, and figure out how I want to impact the world. Yeah, and that's what it is. It's, it's, a, it's definitely, it's a daily thing. And when you feel like you've awakened your alpha, you do it the next day. And there's always, you know, there's always the, the progression. It's the pursuit. You, you know, you don't want to fall into that comfort zone. And yeah, I, I, I completely get that. I like that a lot. So. Along this journey, when it comes to sort of, we talked about there, holding yourself back and believing in your story. I want to talk a little bit about fear and it may be linked to that as well. What are you fearful of or what do you feel or how do you manage? Because we've all got levels of fear. How do you manage fear and what's your approach to that in general? It's really kind of interesting me at the moment. <laughs> I mean, fear for me, like there's always that fear of like, why am I the one doing this and what gives me the right to do this? And there's always, you know, that's that, imposter syndrome like that's always been my fear uh, you know and then obviously it's the fear of like getting on stage or speaking on stage and like am I really the guy do I really know what I'm talking about there's there's always that self-talk but mm -hmm. um, I've learned how to work through it by asking questions along the along the lines of you know is this is the thought I'm thinking true and if it's not, then why, like, then it's, then I know it's just the story. So how do I change the story? What have I done that has allowed me to prove to myself that, hey, I am worthy of being on the stage and I am worthy of talking what I want to talk about. And I am, and I've done the work I built and helped run a $4 million training department mm -hmm. uh, that I have, I, I've earned the right to be on that stage. And sometimes that, that's always, but it's funny, man, that's always been my fear. And I, and I just, there's the the work that has to get done with that. Um, you just learn how to work through it and you just learn how to work through the thoughts and really understand like, how do I change the story? Um, and that just come with time and like, it didn't happen overnight. You're talking no. <laughs> years of, of reading books and working with coaches and just helping me through a lot of that mindset to get to where I am today. Yeah, and I think just touched on that. So I think probably how we initially connected through sort of the fitness, but also mindset. I know um, Brian Grasso was a mutual contact who sort of set the Mindset Performance Institute, and uh, I think that's how we connected around the era around just kind of uh, mutual friendship. So that's uh, very important. Um, 
in we're going to dive into the alpha round here as well but we, we, i want to talk as well so if i forget remind me about kind of the difference maker between you know six and seven figure owners and also the mindset around that yes it can be applied to fitness business but also i think there's definitely lessons there for all of us yeah. but i want to ask about in the alpha round is there a particular book that's been impactful for you that you already one that you like to recommend it can be industry specific or it can just be a, an impactful book for you I mean, two, I mean, two, can I, can I recommend two? Yep. So my first one is the E-Myth. Mm -hmm. uh, that's always, uh, that was a game changer for me because it definitely opened up my eyes to where I was playing at. So obviously there's the, if so for those there's, who haven't read it, there's three levels, the technician, the manager, the entrepreneur. And for the longest time, I thought I was playing in the entrepreneur world. And, but when I actually broke it down, I'm actually was playing in the manager world and mm -hmm. even lower than that there was times where i was playing in the tech technician world mm. and so that definitely helped me understand wow like there's things that i'm missing in my business that if i don't implement right away i'm never going to make it to that entrepreneurial world and basically my business is going to depend on the work or lack thereof that for it to succeed if i'm not doing it it's not going to go where i needed it to go so emith and then extreme ownership like uh, by, is it? Yeah. yeah man that book opened my eyes to obviously leading teams and, and developing teams for as long as I've been doing it. Um, most leaders always have, even you, even when I started, when I was new, had the tendency to point fingers. It's not my fault. It's their fault. It's mm -hmm. corporate's fault. It's, you know, it's my manner. It's the member's fault. I mean, that book definitely changed my leadership style and more to understand like, Hey, if everything is my fault, so I take ownership of what's going on, but then I figure out ways to work, around it so that I can improve on what is happening, whether it's extreme ownership up, down, or across, I own every aspect of my business. And so those for me, man, those two books were game changers. Awesome. Is there a particular resource that you use within your business or we could even be specific in, in terms of running and, you know, building up towards these large events you run? that you think is maybe not so well known or it may be, it's just essential to you in, in, in running your business. Yeah. So there is an app I use called Bonjoro. Okay. Um, and basically it's been, it's been a game changer for me because what it does is say you Adam opt in to my opt-in on my, on the rise page. Yep. Um, I get a ding through the app saying Adam opted in. I shoot a video to Adam saying, Hey Adam, this is Khalid. Just wanted to welcome you to the rise nation. Uh, if you have any questions, please email me. Otherwise I'll, I'll look forward to meeting you soon. You get a welcome video within 30 seconds personalized. Wow. Um, so my open rates have been around 87% with those videos. Um, and what it does is my event is not a mega event. Like I don't yeah. have thousands of people. So I need to be able to deliver on the experience. What makes, rise different than any other event it's the personal touch i give each attendee when you get a personalized video from me welcoming you to the event that are those little things are game changers and yeah, yeah. you know it's it's 30 seconds it's it's a 30 second clip welcoming you to the club and man the emails i get back are awesome because people aren't expecting it so they're That's like awesome see i'm glad i asked now because i had no yeah. and that i'm already thinking of ways that that can apply and i can literally use that and apply that today which yep. is i think the whole point of awakening your app as well just catching one or two things that you can think 
right, I can, that can improve things for me now, not tomorrow, not the next day. Love that. Is there a particular quote that you like to live your life by or just a famous favorite quote that kind of pops up when someone asks you this question? Man, that's a good question. There's a lot of quotes. Dang. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for this question. That's all right. Uh, so just have a little think about it because I can, I can edit this and make you sound like boom. But <laughs> so, no, just one thing, your approach to life. And it could be, it could be an original. It could be a kind of mesh of quotes you like. What's your kind of a approach? And I um, mean... Yeah. The big one, and it wasn't, I don't know if it's, it was always a statement my dad used to say when I was younger, and it was, it was show up. Um, and it was just like, it was, it's short, it's sweet, but it's impactful. And it's always like, so anytime I'm walking into work, it's always like, how am I showing up? And how am I showing up for my team? How am I showing up for my members? How am I showing up for my Rise community? How am I showing up for my industry? More importantly, how am I showing up? for myself. And so for me, uh, it's always, it's always been like the, when I get up in the morning, it's always like, how am I showing up today? Um, that's always been impactful and it's just always stuck with me. And it's always, even to this day, my dad is like, how are you showing up? And I'm like, all right, like it's a gut check. It's like, I like that. Yeah. So that's always been a big one for me. Now that's awesome. I like, again, a lot of times the short ones are, you know, more impactful. I I like that a lot. <laughs> I like that link with show up and I like back yourself is is very relevant. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> cool. Um I know we're not at the end of the show quite yet, but based on you know this podcast, you know me, you know the book, who from your network do you think they would be a great interview for Awaken Your Alpha? You think they'd deliver a lot of value and you just think they'd be up for it and it'd just be a, a win win. Uh man, big first thing that comes to mind is uh Luca Hosovar. Oh, he was my was interview he? number one. Was he? Like four and a half years ago. Um, um, go out interview number one. But um, yeah, we, that was my first interview where I was, uh, you know, we had technical issues. And I think as well, I just enjoyed it. We, we talked for about an hour and a half. And then I'm like, oh man, I've got to do so much editing. And it was all gold. But yeah, no, he's yeah. awesome. He always right. comes to mind. Um, David Bear is another one that comes Oh, I in. haven't. David Bear. I haven't, haven't connected with him. You know, tell me a little bit about him. He is a high performance coach. Yep. Um, I mean, he works, he's, he's, he hosts his own event that like gets almost five, 600 people. I mean, he is, he's speaking at Rise this year. Um, he's a game changer when it comes to really breaking down like the story. And then how do I rebuild that story so that I'm, that the, that, the, that self talk is I'm changing that self talk. Like, what am I doing right now to change? the story I have in my head so that it moves me in the right direction and I can overcome whenever, when those negative thoughts come in, I know how to move them away so it doesn't change my story. Awesome. And now I wanted to get back to what we've been hinting at it all episode, the difference maker. What do you think is the difference between like a six and seven figure earner? Or what do you think is the difference maker between someone who's so close on that tipping point and can't quite make it or can't feel, feels like they can't, just get over the hump. What is the difference maker? I think it's twofold. I think one, it really starts, it really begins with looking at where you're allocating your time. Uh, And what I mean by that is really looking at like, what is your, if you broke it down into columns, like where per hour, like your hourly rate, where are you investing your time? And, And then that time, can you delegate or outsource to, to free up, meaning if you're like for me, $100 an hour jobs, 
are outsourced because I want to be able to focus on bigger, bigger jobs or bigger revenue driving, uh, um, bigger revenue driving work. Like for me, like sponsorships, for example, for Rise are $3,000 an hour work. That means what I mean by that is a phone call, 15 minute phone call could generate $3,000. Yeah. That's where I want to spend my time. And so if I'm doing work that is $10 an hour, $20 an hour, can I delegate that work out to somebody so that it frees up my time to focus on the bigger picture? So I yeah. think that when you're that close, it's, it's your time management and where are you allocating your time and can you start outsourcing or delegating so you can work on the bigger, more revenue driving work programs, courses, whatever it is that you want to create. So that's, like the first answer and the second yeah. answer is our, our, our systems. Um, you know, you talk about where you are in that emit triangle. Uh, for a lot of people, they think they're entrepreneurs because they started their own business. Well, mm -hmm. I know a lot of entrepreneurs that think they're entrepreneurs, but they're actually technicians because if they stop doing the work, the business doesn't grow. Yeah. And, and so it's really taking a look at what are the systems that you need to be, or that need to be put in place. So this is some of, this is some of my talk at rise is looking at, if you looked at your sales process, what are the systems that are missing or that need to be put in place so that you can remove yourself from the sales process and automate it so that you're not the one having to do the, the selling uh, it sells for you. And then you are the one just kind of like shooting that video and saying, Hey, welcome to the, welcome to the family or, yeah. or conducting that first and on, you know, onboarding, uh, session or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, it's, it's systems and it's delegating, allocating the right time, working on and time managing the schedule. Definitely. And I, I want to talk a little bit about, so for your event and for those listening to this, depending on when you listen to this, it, this is right around the corner. And then part of the you know reason we're talking, cause it's, it's like anything, you can always put things off, but I'm glad we had a, you know, an urgency behind this. So if people are like appreciating this message, who is like the ideal person who would get a lot out of coming to rise? Just to clarify for everyone listening, so they can hear this message and think, yeah, I'm going to go check it out and kind of make a decision on this. I mean, it's, it's really, if you're a, it's, it's a gym owner, it's a personal trainer it's an independent trainer. It's anybody that really wants to understand like, Hey, how do I build a business? How do I build a business that doesn't involve me being in it 12, 15 hours a day? How do I build a business that allows me to, you know, build my dream studio. Cause that's really why we want to do this is we want to have our own studio, have our own gym, help hundreds of people. Like, how do I do that without killing myself? If you look at, if you look at, and I don't, I don't mean that literally, like, no, but uh, figuratively, um, cause if you look at trainers, like at two, three years, they burn out because yeah. That kind they're, of work. They're not usually lacking hustle. This is the point. They're they're not, just, yeah, they're exactly. Not, <laughs> it's, it's understanding how do I move from the technician to the manager to the entrepreneur? So if you're, if you're that person, whether it's your first year, your third year, your fifth year, uh, that might rise is, is the event for you because I'm bringing in the speakers like a Pat Rigsby, who mm -hmm. if you don't know Pat, Pat is the guy behind how do you build your ideal fitness business or how to build your ideal business all together. Um, we have uh, Scott Rockliffe, my good friend Scott Rockliffe, talking about social media and Facebook. Um, mm -hmm. Craig Ballantyne, um, the man is doing amazing work selling using Instagram stories. Uh, yeah. so how do you sell 
to your to your market using Instagram stories. Yeah, and I know, especially in the fitness business, that's For a sure. huge done right or wrong. It's a huge kind of market with using yeah. use of the Instagram in terms of the videos and visuals that kind of link to the fitness side of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and the date of that is the seventh. Is this right? It's seventh of October. October. So it's October fifth, sixth, and seventh. Fifth, sixth, and seventh. Fifth. Three days. Wow. Yes. Wow. That's well. Again, if you've if you're thinking wow and you've listened to this and you've missed that, I'm 2019, and you may even have speakers like uh, Adam Lewis Walker on that that at that yeah, stage. Buddy. So this, as I say, Cal has been doing this in some form for the last four or five years. So yeah, but if you hear this in time, please do go across to where's the best place. It is if you go to attend rise.com all the information is on there all the speakers are on there and then uh you can register it's still discounted so uh jump on there uh there's ceus for those that want to get their ceus uh we do offer ceus so uh it's gonna be a fun we got 22 speakers so it's wow. gonna be a fun three days yeah <laughs> awesome makes most of it so again as i used to do your country does not exclude you like uh, you know get on a plane if it's if it's a priority to you this will be worthwhile jump on a plane go check it out um it'd be awesome so thank you khaled for coming on today it's been an absolute pleasure i'm glad we we finally got to do this yeah i'm super excited I, I i came on today this was like i can i can now check this off my bucket list i was on awaken your alpha <laughs> awesome well make sure you tell everyone and the book actually yeah though no, the book it's still in pre-order from now as well because this is going out straight away pretty much. So ayalpha.com forward slash book. Check out the book as well. Um, and that has got some launch goodies also. But thank you, Khaled, for coming on. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this episode. I really do appreciate it. And I know time is the most important asset we have. Please do subscribe and leave a short review. Head over to ayalpha.com forward slash book. It is launch week. All this week, there's loads of goodies. Get over to Awaken Your Alpha, Tales and Tactics to Thrive. The book is out. And please do support the show. I recommend it to your friends. This is the number one men's development podcast for inspirational stories and strategies for us all to thrive. This show is sponsored by Assistagram for your growth, branding, and Instagram management needs. Head over to assistagram.us.